Welcome to the Adamantium Podcast, episode number 169. Welcome back, Adamantimaniacs. I am your host, Adam R. Harrison, and thank you so much for tuning in today. It is a perfect day outside today. It's a beautiful time of year. The sun is out. It's finally starting to get a little warm here in Toronto. The patios are open. People are outside playing sports. We celebrated Mother's Day. Shout out to all the mothers out there. My wedding is a month away, so that is keeping us very busy in this household. But we're not here to talk about that beautiful occasion today. We're here to talk about the beautiful music by the beautiful people who make it. And today is no exception because we have... This year's Juno Award winner for Best Breakthrough Artist. Right here on the podcast, we have Mr. Preston Pablo here today. And he's here with us to chat to the Adamantium podcast about his career so far and his experiences as a musician. He is still very young with a super bright future ahead of him. And Preston has been a musician uh, at least his entire adult life. His first single actually came out while he was still in high school. Talk all about that in the interview. And he's already come such a long way in such a short time. Like we said, one Best Breakthrough Artist at the Juno Awards. He also got a nomination for Single of the Year for that Unreal track, Flowers Need Rain, that he did with Banks and Ranks. And this past Friday, he actually put out his latest single. It's called For Keeps. Go check that out wherever you get your music. I have a feeling it's it's the perfect vibe for this time of year. It is definitely going to be one of the tracks of the summer. I'm I'm swear you're going to hear it on all the summer playlists. And so there was plenty to chat with Preston about in this interview. We met up at Universal Music Canada here in Toronto, and it was a real pleasure getting the the opportunity to chat with him. He's a great kid, like I said, with a super bright future. And one thing we like to do here on the Adamantium podcast, especially for up-and-coming artists, is the Adamantium Recommend segment. And that's where I recommend five songs that you could check out before or after the interview. You can also find most of these recommendations in the Adamantium Recommends playlist, which is on Apple Music. So if you're an Apple Music subscriber, go check that out. And I usually like to kick this off with something new. And like I mentioned, Preston's got a brand new single. Just came out last Friday, May the 12th. It's called For Keeps. And then from earlier this year, I'm going to recommend the single he put out called I, I, I. And then from the singles that he put out last year, I'm going to start with the one that earned him a nomination for single of the year at the Junos, and that's the song Flowers Need Rain. And then I'm going to recommend the single Love You Bad, as well as the single Don't Break My Soul. And that's it. So go check out Preston Pablo wherever you get your music. And don't forget to check out the Adamantium Recommends playlist on Apple Music. And if you are a Preston Pablo fan who is tuning into the Adamantium podcast for the very first time today, first of all, thank you so much for checking us out. Of course, we'd love for you to tune back in again someday. We also have a fantastic catalog of artists that have been on this podcast, many of which fall into that same genre Preston does of pop R&B. So please do hit that subscribe button on whichever podcast network you choose to get your podcast. You can also follow the Adamantium podcast on social media. We're on Instagram at the Adamantium, on Facebook at the Adamantium podcast, and on Twitter at Adam R. Harrison. But you can find us just by searching the Adamantium podcast. And that's enough blabbering for me for today. So let's get into today's interview. Let's introduce you to Preston Pablo right here on episode 169 of the Adamantium podcast. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Enjoy that sunshine if you're here in Toronto. If you're not, I hope you also have sunshine. God bless you, and we'll see you back here on the podcast real soon. 
here with uh, Press and Pablo. Thank We're you, man. We're out here, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks, Fran. Thanks for taking the time. Of course. Big year for you. Really big year. Yeah, it's been big. quite eventful. Yeah, and a, a big <laughs> week, too. So it's actually... Yeah. This worked out well that we're doing it this week, cause yeah. and I just found out today um, you have a new single coming out. I do on Friday. On Friday, which it won't be it won't be Friday when people are listening to this, but it'll be out then. When does this come out? I think we're gonna do this one next week. Okay, we'll put it up next yeah, week. Friday, Friday, the new single comes out. It's be- called Four Keeps, and I would say it's a bold statement, but I will say I'll say it here first. I think it is the song. Of the summer, the song of the yeah. summer. Actually, okay, I'll you say better it. hope like Harry Styles doesn't put something out. <laughs> no, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rephrase. It's one of okay. That's that's, 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 that's a safer right. statement, yeah, anyways. Yeah, that's I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take that. But I, you know, man, I, I listened to it earlier. You heard it, yeah. The the first thing that came to mind was like, man, it's got summer vibes, okay, right? Great. So I'm that glad. yeah, it's I think it's gonna hit all those those summer Spotify yeah. playlists. That's the plan. Man. That's what you want, right? Of course. So tell me about that song. It's about working a little harder to win that chase after someone's you know been playing hard to get right so tell me you know was was there someone in particular was inspiring the song or just that general feeling because we've all been there yeah for sure i think there's definitely been people in the past who have like been that person for me like someone who's not who i'm more interested than they're interested in me and i'm trying to you know play they're playing hard to get which is like I like a challenge, so it's yeah. good. But that song specifically, like, the day we were in the studio, I think just the way the production kind of got laid out and the feel that it kind of brought upon okay. us, was it just it just felt right to kind of play in that world and paint right. that picture, you know? And the song, too, could be, could be like, when you, when you do achieve, when you win at the ones that are hard to get. Yeah. You know, the yeah. song could come out the same way, exactly, right? Yeah, you work yeah. a little harder yeah. on it yeah. and then... Yeah. It's always interesting too with like songs, like the story behind a song mm-hmm. because like me as as one of the writers and the other people in the room that day, like we all kind of have our like feelings towards it and we all kind of wrote it based off of something that's happened to us and like yeah. it ended up being what it is now, but once it's out in the world, that that interpretation is completely different for everyone else. Everybody, right? man. So they're going to, people are going to take it differently. And I'm, I'm always curious to see, like, after the song is out, I always like to ask, like, what they interpreted. What, what, yeah, like, yeah, yeah sometimes artists tell me, yeah, people interpret it this way. He's like, not at all yeah. how I intended it when I wrote 100%. it, but amazing that they, they took it's, it that way. It's very way. interesting, yeah. Yeah, the one, there was one that blew my mind recently, and it was how I interpreted it. Mm-hmm. And there was this, this punk band I interviewed, and they had a song called Two Letters, and I literally yeah. thought it meant, like, handwritten letters that they had uh, sent to someone yeah. and it was actually a super sad song the two letters were ex as an x and it was about oh, his ex-wife no and i was like oh man that's wow. so See, much harsher, than, yeah, I than, so harsher <laughs> than i thought so harsher than i thought yeah that's crazy so man the other the huge thing this year was you just won a, a juno award i did yeah. for uh breakthrough artist of the year so for yeah. first of all congrats man Thanks, that's amazing man. thank you um, you were also nominated for two other awards, uh, Best Single and yeah. the Fan Choice Award. Yes. Uh, was this your, tell me about the, the, the night, you know, was this yeah. your first Juno experience? Or? It was, yeah. It was uh, my first time being a part of the Junos, being nominated, being a performer at the Junos, which was like, yeah. that was what we found out first. So before any of the nominations mm-hmm. came out or any of the award stuff came right. out, it was just, we knew, um, I knew that I was going to be performing alongside Rev and Bass yeah. and Ranks. So I knew that, but yeah, the nominations were, I don't know how long after that I found out about the nominations, um, but it was like 
there was a, a gap in between yeah. knowing. So it was like the excitement from the performance kind of bled into that nomination. Yeah. And then when I found out I was being nominated, it was just like insane. I started freaking out for sure. It was nervous. I was nervous though because yeah. then it, it, it meant that not only was I like going to be performing there, I had to like be... It to be at your top at, game exactly. too. I had to be yeah. like on, like every, you know what I mean? I yeah, just yeah. had to be like on the whole And then night. they roll out the red carpet for you there yeah, and everything. Yeah. And it yeah. was my first like red carpet. It was yeah, like yeah. a first, that night was so many firsts for me. So it was definitely yeah. leading up to it. I think, honestly, it's probably one of the most like nervous I've been. Yeah, it was crazy. Even just thinking about it now, I'm like, yeah. I'm stressing out just because it was, there Is was it so like much surreal that now? Like, yeah, does it feel definitely. like it just came and blew by and now yeah. like it happened? It all yeah. feels like a big blur yeah and it just like the way everything happened the way like i performed or sorry um the award that i won breakthrough artist was like right before my performance so it was like right i found out i won went up on stage accepted the juno right and like walked straight back to the green room or dressing room and then like changed into my performance outfit and then walked straight back and waited to go on stage and i went on stage and performed yeah, so yeah. it was like that whole that but you've been riding that high. Yeah, it was of, crazy. Yeah. And I was trying to focus on the performance, but I was also like super excited about yeah. the award. So it was like a lot. And well, how many how many people are watching the Junos? Is that mm, a stadium? Yeah, it was like ten, like thousand, like thousands, right? Like, Have you ever performed yeah. in front of a crowd that size? No, never. Really? It's definitely the first time. Yeah. And now you got yeah. like a stadium tour coming up too. Uh, well, no, I don't. opening or at least one show. You're open. Oh you yeah, I'm playing the, the Bud, Bud right? Yeah. yeah, that will be like probably one of the bigger shows too. Yeah, uh, to date. But yeah, the Junos was definitely. It was it was weird being on that stage because it, it really. I'm like I'm pretty short to begin with, but yeah. standing, <laughs> standing on that stage, bro, yeah. that, that makes you feel even yeah. smaller. Yeah, bro. with all those people yeah. around you, can you just like what is it when you're standing up there? Can you see? Are you only seeing the first row of people, or, or can yeah. you see the like? You can kind of see like you can see whoever's on the floor. You can see like halfway kind of yeah. into the floor, but then you lose the rest of the crowd on the floor, and then yeah. like you can kind of see the first. It's like the first like that whole little small circle yeah. closest to the stage. You can kind of see, but like up in the so higher like, seats. You can't this see past that. weekend, I got to watch a show from side stage for the first time. Okay, and I was like, man, you can see. You can see further out than I thought. Yeah, you I can was, see pretty far, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I, I always just thought they could only see the people in, like, the first yeah. few rows because the lights are blurring yeah, yeah, in your yeah, face. But like, I was like, no, you can see. You can kind of see, yeah. yeah. it was that history, and I was like, I can see okay, the people on the yeah. balcony, man. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. History's a nice... Did you like... So I love how it. was your experience from... Because I have... Um, sometimes when I do shows, like, friends will ask me if they can come, like, backstage or something. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm always like, yeah, like after the show though because i don't want you to watch my show from side stage i was gonna say this so different it's not it's it was a band that i have seen five times before yeah, so it's like so i knew you, their music yeah. and stuff i have to say it was a cool experience because i never really gotten to do it before yeah. like i was i was on stage yes, pretty much yeah. and then after like four or five songs i'm like okay now i want to go back yeah exactly because i'm you like you don't get the light show right? it sounds like a little muffled uh -huh. yeah. yeah so it's not as good then in a way, it's cool. Yeah. The experience is cool, but I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't want the whole show. Wouldn't want yeah, the whole show that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different. It is different. It is different. Um, so then, tell me, were you, what? How did you feel about your chances going into the Junos? Uh, if I'm being honest, I really, I didn't really, <coughs> excuse me, think I was gonna win. No, <laughs> no. I was nominated for single of the year. I was like ninety percent sure I wasn't winning that. 
Right. Just because it's such a huge category. Yeah, like, what did was like what didn't like the weekend, the weekend win or something? Yeah. Yeah, right? So I was like it's even like, even losing that was like sick. I was like, yeah. yo, yeah. the weekend's one of my favorite artists. I was yeah. like, yo. The fact that like they said my name and then said I think the they just name. gave that one away oh, before yeah. even, you know, yeah, anything. They, they, they knew, just, yeah, before yeah. the nominations were written, yeah. it's like yeah. It was pretty self explanatory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um the only one I really kind of thought I had a chance of winning was Breakthrough Artists. Okay. Because it was, it's like an award given to mm-hmm. new artists, up and coming people, and like artists who have had like success in the early stages of their career, which was like my mm-hmm. case. So I, I, I definitely, I didn't think I was, gonna, I wasn't in my head like, yeah, I got this one. But I was like, if I'm going to win one, it will be this that one. That one, yeah. yeah. Now you're on like a really sick list of artists. Right, yeah. One it's really cool. Artists. I know. Matt, like, <laughs> I'm hyped to be on that list for sure. Yeah. I was just hyped to even like lose. Right. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, I'll just like, be there. Just the happy, I'm happy to participate. Yeah, I'm happy to be here for sure. Um, so you also actually shortly after that, um, you had your first sold out headline show here yeah, in Toronto. Yeah. Tell me about that night too. The Velvet Underground in March. Uh, it was the Drake. The Drake Underground. Was it the Drake? Yeah, yeah. Got, sorry, okay. Drake no, Underground. Um, Tell me what the vibe in the room was like. It was it was really good. It was actually like, is my yeah. It was the first headline show ever for me, so mm-hmm. it was very different than what I was used to as far as like performing. Um, it just felt way more like comfortable. Okay. The vibe was like I felt, I just felt like I could be myself. I always feel like I can be myself on stage, but the fact that like I knew the crowd was there for me specifically mm-hmm. just made it so much more like it took the edge off right? right I didn't I didn't feel the need to like win them over right you know it was more like I want to give them the best show that I can mm-hmm. give but I know that either way they're gonna enjoy it and like if I mess up it's okay I can like these are my this is my crowd tonight like these, right. we're all like a big family in here tonight yeah. so it's like I just felt safe you know yeah it's a different diff, definitely a different atmosphere yeah. when it's all your fans yeah. rather than fan of someone else who exactly, happens to be yeah. there you know and like, i think that was like the first time that i experienced that that kind of like the mm-hmm. scale of things like from going to like the opening spot mm-hmm. and headlining is it's just that like opening your the goal is to win fans right like, to to convince them that oh i'll listen to your music and come see you next time you perform yeah as a headliner your goal is to deliver right right like the best show because mm-hmm. they know your music they know you but they also paid money to come see you perform so you have to like deliver and yeah. give them like the best performance 100 so it's yeah. cool to, to see that difference okay so for for the new fans that are listening right now who maybe mm-hmm. haven't heard your music yet yeah let's win them over let's so them over. you describe your music as something called modern vintage yeah is what i is yeah, what i read yeah, yeah so tell me a little bit what that means uh i feel like it just means there's a lot of sounds in my music that are i mean i'm 22 so the word nostalgia to me is like i'm referring to like the early 2000s <laughs> right like i'm yeah, not talking yeah. about like 80s or anything like later than you know that, hold but. that side quick sidetrack so yeah. i read recently have you ever seen the movie days and confused i have yeah so that movie came out like in the 90s right about yeah, the 70s okay. yeah so i read like a, it was like a meme that went out and it was like if Days and Days and Confused was made about the seventies and nineties, that's like us making a movie now about two thousand and three. It's like that's it's actually like, true. You know, it's that like that weird. doesn't seem like yeah. yeah. I think it's like it worked back then because the the eras dif- were so different. So yeah. the dra- the change was so drastic. Yeah, like now yeah. it would just be like 
the, sh- the glasses would be bigger and the clothes would be baggier. But also, <laughs> man, like, we didn't have smartphones in 2003. We didn't have... That's true. S- did we have social media? No, we didn't have social no. media yet. Yeah, like, technology was definitely way it was less still, a, still a different world, but yeah, yeah, it's still pretty modern compared to the 70s to the 90s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think as far as my music being, like, modern vintage, I think that just means, like, it kind of touches on, like, the nostalgic sounds that are nostalgic to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like to incorporate that alongside mm-hmm. like new the new sounds right it's just right. kind of like a mixture of both i'm not trying to like always be at the forefront of like music and create something mm-hmm. new i'm trying to just kind of make something that feels comfortable familiar and also feels fresh cool so when you say nostalgic for you mm-hmm. that vintage for you what like what did you grow up on what were you yeah. I grew up listening to like early Bieber. He was okay. huge. He was always because I, I I used to watch like the Family Channel. Yeah. Like every day that was my like, yeah yeah that was my thing. And who did it, man? If yeah, you're right? if you're yeah. from Ontario, exactly. you yeah, watch yeah, the yeah, I had to. And they actually <laughs> and the yeah, Family Channel. The first time I actually saw Justin Bieber was one of my favorite artists, and the first time I had ever seen and heard his music was on the Family Channel. It was like it was the song one time, and he had like yeah. the flip hair, and it was just like this cheesy music video. But I just remember it like being so infatuated by it yeah yeah watching it and being like whoa this is so cool um but yeah just like justin bieber chris brown was big nelly Furtado. okay um, a lot of radio stuff like yeah yeah nickelback was like really big i don't listen to nickelback anymore but i can't i'd be lying if i said i didn't like i listen to a lot you don't have to justify it right (laughs) (laughs) just own it i feel like i do man i'm scared out here i know people people are ruthless they are man and nickelback is sick like i will say (laughs) i'm I'm cool i'll say i'm not afraid to say that but um yeah a lot of country as well my dad um is a big country fan okay like a lot of toby keith tim mcgraw gotcha like all those older country artists, um, Keith Urban. My mom was a huge Michael Jackson fan. Okay. So we had a lot of that playing. So that was playing in the house. Yeah, just were, kind of. A was wide... your family musical too, or uh, just was... like like the fans of music? Anyways, yeah, yeah, big fans of music. I feel like my parents not so much musical, but me, my brother, and my sister, we are all we all play instruments. My sister has an amazing voice. Mm. She's not a singer, but she can play the piano, and when she does sing it's she's actually really good mm. my brother's an artist as well so we i don't know for some reason we're all all three of us are musical but my the rest of my family not so much no. okay okay yeah. and you started playing drums when you were 13 i read yeah around that i always yeah. say 13 because that's what it feels like in my head okay but every around time, that yeah, around every that. time my mom will hear like an interview or yeah. something when I say that she'll always call me being no you were like 11. <laughs> you were 11 and I was like yeah, yeah. I swear like there's the way I was uh, and your parents were okay with you playing drums in the house yeah it's crazy because they they were the ones to suggest it so the way that really? I actually started playing drums was one Christmas they bought us um, rock band yeah the whole set so it was like the drums the microphone and the guitar yeah and my sister was like on the vocals she would sing my brother would play the guitar and I would drum okay and eventually they all stopped playing but i was like obsessed with it i would just yeah by myself just drum Mm -hmm. play all the time and my parents were i would take the drum sticks that came with the rock band set and i would like be playing drums on the table just like always like playing beats or whatever you call it yeah just tapping drumsticks everywhere and my parents were like they eventually got annoyed with it and they were like let's just get you real drums so that you can just like have a a kit yes they got me a real kit and then they put me in lessons. Okay. They were the ones who were like, "Do you, we should just get you a drum kit?" And, I was, and I was, they yeah. they didn't mind you playing in the house. No, it was we're lucky because we have this 
room in our house. I don't know what it's actually called. My parents just called it a sunroom. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like Kay. this, like, open room with, like, a sliding door. Okay. And so, like, it, and it, was, it was somewhat. Off. It, it was, was yeah, somewhat. Kind of, like, yeah. soundproof. Not really, but yeah. enough for me to close the door. And so I, I, I ask because I'm a drummer. And oh, I sick. started playing drums a little bit later than but I started playing in high school. Oh, and my parents made me have an agreement with them that I played in the two hour window okay. that I was home from school <laughs> before they before got they home from work. work yeah. <laughs> because man, <laughs> that my kit, like it was just in the basement, but yeah. it shook the entire oh, yeah. house. Man. I the floors, it. the ceilings, or like, everything's it. rattling, it's, man. Like it is the loudest instrument. Oh yeah. Like, I'm surprised far. I can even hear anymore, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's insane. Even now playing with um, playing with my band like yeah even in a big venue like it doesn't matter the size of the venue like we've played the tiniest venues and we've played some pretty big venues mm. um, and it's the drums are always the most yeah. present so you asked about the side stage that was the other thing is I could hear the drums way more uh, than yeah, everything else yeah because yeah. it's like right beside the kit yeah. pretty much yeah. it's always a struggle for me yeah on, yeah on stage with the drums yeah so and drummers always want to play they always want to they hit always as hard play. As and I was one of those drummers too man I got yeah. a kick because I was like I wanted to play like Iron Maiden did you play in a band stuff. I did yeah. I played in a few bands like here or there but no one that ever got Nothing that ever got serious enough. Yeah. I just found, man, it was tough. I always found it was hard to get four guys to commit to the same schedule, you know? Yeah, very That hard. was always the hardest part. Yeah. You know? Did you play, like, metal, rock? Like oh, we played, yeah, rock. like rock music. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, we went, I went through different phases, but yeah. But it was always, like, yeah, rock, hard rock, that kind yeah. of stuff. And That's something I wish I kind of had the opportunity to do, because I played in, like, my grade eight, grade seven and eight, like, school band. Yeah. But we would play, like songs that I didn't want to play right so it was right like, of and, course and then when I would play the one of the main reasons why I stopped drumming was <coughs> because I had no one to play with mm. like I didn't have friends my brother right. played the guitar but he like kind of just stopped when I started playing drums yeah and he wouldn't want to like jam with me so I was like I always found myself just drumming by myself yeah and that just got so boring yeah so I kind of just stopped now playing. it's now it's so much easier when you have like electronic kits yeah and you can play with headphones yeah and then there's like literally if you can't figure out a part of a song someone on YouTube has done exactly. it already yeah, <laughs> like, watch it, and you yeah. just watch it over and Copy. over man until you figure it out it's crazy yeah it's I mean and before it just used to be me like rewinding on my iPod wow. and yeah. like listening to it over and over yeah. and like you know and sometimes it was like a year later I'd listen I'd be like oh wait Wow. I was hearing that yeah. wrong. This is yeah. how it goes, you know. Now do you still play now? I do, yeah. yeah. So Dope. my pandemic purchase was an electronic oh, kit. Yeah, yeah. I'd like been debating it for years, and I finally bit the bullet. And yeah, yeah it's but dope. it's it was really worth every penny. Yeah, there's some crazy. If you go to like Long and Long and McQuaid yeah. now, the electronic kits that they have are insane. Yeah, like, full size like toms. Oh and, yeah, like, it's fucking. Yeah, you can. That's fine, man. You're you're good. <laughs> okay. You're allowed to swear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's There's no grammar rule on this okay, podcast, so. but... This is the first one that I could swear on? I probably shouldn't swear a lot, though. Apparently, I swear too much, actually. Okay. I played my... Uh, like, your, at your shows? People yeah, are like, so okay. I played a show um, in Montreal not too long ago, and... Yeah, it was one of the notes that I got. Really? <laughs> from, I, oh, from... Apparently, I swear too much. Oh, okay, okay. Just from, like... I don't even think... It, I got it... My manager told me, but I don't think it was him who said it is someone passing it down you let know? me tell you you're definitely not someone who's sworn the most on this podcast okay, I've had, yeah. I only have one F-bomb so far that's so. it if we that's can it. if with... we can keep it PG still yeah, that's you're it. allowed one yeah, that's <laughs> one slip up that's yeah it. that's it you're allowed <laughs> one I think in a PG movie um, The so the first drums I ever played not the first so 
before I ever got a kit, yeah. in middle school band, I played the timpanis. You're know, like the boom, boom, boom. Oh, wow. <laughs> which I loved. Like it was pretty cool. And it got boring sick. after a while. Yeah, like, because sure. sometimes it was just like, Let's you see. wait for like a whole verse and then. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. You're for me. one moment to yeah. shine. You better not mess that moment. And up, then bro. before that, man, in in uh, grade school, I think I was like grade three. Yeah. Our swimming teacher was from I want to say like Kenya, okay. and she started like an African drumming circle. That's sick. It was so cool, man. And we would like sit in the gym and play. Wow. Yeah, it was that's wicked. So dope. It was so. I would have seen that's something I would have loved. But also, I think that's like that's a cool. really good learning experience too, because you learn how to use your hands and you learn rhythms. Yeah. Like, because you're really, you're really using your hands, oh, yeah, you know, you're not, you're doing sticks. And it's or, that, like, that, that fucking, yeah. oh, there's another There's one. two, we're, oh, we're at 14-8 hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, like, muscle, yeah. mind to muscle thing. Yeah, if you start when you're, like, insane. seven, but yeah. yeah, anyways, that's cool, man. Yeah, do you, do you still play? I try, actually, I kind of, I, uh, it's kind of, like, a secret for, for the live set, but. I incorporate it into my set now. So there's, okay. there's one song where... You're going to hop on the kit? I hop on the kit, yeah. It's, Can you really cool sing and play at the same time? That is uncharted territory for okay. me. I've okay. never actually tried. My band keeps saying, like, yo, you have to sing, but I'm worried about, for now, I'm yeah. going to get this drum I part can't, locked, and, yeah. then, and then we'll see. I can't do it, man. I Well, for one, I can't sing, so there, <laughs> that's a big part right there. But, man, like, even I've just tried singing, and I play a bit of guitar, too, yeah. but, like, I... If I try and sing along to a song, it throws me yeah, completely yeah, off. I, feel you. I, I don't I, know how people do it like so naturally. Yeah. Anderson Pock is a great example of someone who can play drums and sing. Like he does it yeah. very well, very yeah. well. But yeah, I haven't really tried. I've definitely like done it. Yeah, but I haven't fully, you know, tried. I stage. saw John Mayer back in March. Yeah, and how he was did. That? It was I good. Heard it, was sick. it was sick. He. Uh, I was glad I had seen him before. Yeah. Cause he didn't like do his hits or whatever. Yeah, it was, this kind, was like it was an, an acoustic, acoustic tour, tour yeah. right? There was a song man. He sang, played the guitar and the piano all at once. He was playing two instruments and singing. I was like, insane. dude, you're like, I was like, this is unfair. You can't have yeah. this many talents. It's like, right. it is. That's, that isn't fair. At that <laughs> no, point. it's not fair. That's why you can get away with doing a tour and call just it, him. Uh, yeah, yeah, just him. Just like, be him. Yeah, it's, it's enough. <laughs> yeah. So you you mentioned actually I think it was before we started that you're from Timmins Ontario. Yeah. What I didn't realize before was that Lights and Shania Twain are also from yeah. Timmins. Both from Timmins. W- yeah. What are they putting in the water there? <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. Not, hopefully. Is there like a good, secret though. society yeah. of artists? Uh, I don't know, but Timmins there's a lot of like so many talented artists came are even still like in Timmins. A lot of my friends, um, not a lot. I shouldn't say a lot, but mm-hmm. like a select few friends of mine who are still in Timmins are actually like amazing artists and writers and like i was very lucky because timmins didn't really have it still doesn't really have a community for for music Mm -hmm. in general but i was lucky enough to kind of find some some like friends who were artists as well and they really helped me kind of learn those early you know those early stages of Mm -hmm. songwriting and recording vocals so it's interesting because you wouldn't think that that there's really anything going on there right but sometimes, like, it's the same thing with, like, all, like, half the NHL players are f- more. Yeah, probably, like, 90% are. Yeah, no, because, like, yeah. you, that's what you focus yeah. your time on. You Even, know? like, but Sean, Sean Mendez, I think it's, like, from Pickering. Yeah, and yeah. Justin Bieber, Stratford. From Stratford, yeah. So. The weekend's from Scarborough. Yeah. It's, like, kind of. Yeah. Crazy. But that tends to be, tends to be what happens. I think, it, I think, honestly, I think the reason that, 
I mean, this is like literally just this thought is just occurring right now, so it might be BS, but maybe it's because like there's nothing to do. That's it. No, so, that's like, exactly why you find something that you like you can and focus you just, on. Like, you just dedicate really all. just dive. We have too in. many distractions in the city. Right? Yeah, you know? there's too so, much going on. Yeah. Man. How many? What's the population of Timmins? Like forty something. Thousand? Forty. So that's even smaller because it's the same. My my mom's from a town in Northern Ireland. Okay. And same thing. It's just like this small seaside yeah. town, yeah. and there are like three, like world known artists from yeah. her town. Wow. You know, and yeah. uh, I think that actually makes sense. It's like there's nothing to do, so you find something you that you like, dedicate you your time to it, focus it. Yeah, yeah, for that sure. Uh, so you released your first single when you were in high school. Yeah, I, I believe I did. Yeah. Like oh, that blows my mind because that was something that's like that was impossible <laughs> in my day and age. Right, was yeah. to, you know, like <laughs> you put out a single on yeah. MySpace maybe, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. you know, like it, that was impossible yeah. in my day and age. I think. <laughs> so tell me, tell me what that was like. Like, what did your classmates think? Yeah, like was, you had a single out yeah. there. It's pretty crazy to even think about like you now just saying like in high school that wasn't something that you could do. It's pretty wild. Like, it's very. I'm very lucky to be able yeah. to have the opportunity to do that. That's crazy, and it like went to Spotify. So, what did you you well, was it on SoundCloud or is that was, where you released it? It went it went to like Apple Music. Spotify. It did okay. Yeah, it was like legit. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely. So you were like walking through the classes of your high school yeah. like a like yeah a, a king like it, not at first. It, honestly, it took a little bit for people to kind of like catch on, but the response like all the first response um, to that to that single Omo was actually very positive and. It actually was surprising to me because when I was writing the song, is it's a song that I wrote about um, my br- my first breakup. Like okay. I got dumped in high school, and I was mm-hmm. like, "This is the end of the world." Let yeah, me, yeah, yeah. Let me write a song about it, and it was that first song. And then, so the song was already like it was very personal to right. me, and it was of very course. vulnerable. Like I was literally crying when I was writing mm-hmm. it. It was like one of those, you know. So <laughs> putting it out was already like scary, and then I had to go to school the next day. Did, so, what did, did she ever tell you about yeah, it? Yeah, what did she have, say I've, about it? I've told the story a few times, but it's okay. a, it's actually a crazy story. Okay, this actually happened. Like, this is a real story. Okay, we, I went to school the next day after putting it out, and that day at school was like some sort of event day. It okay, was like, like half day, like classes first mm-hmm. half, second half was like fun stuff, right? right? Whatever that means. <laughs> and they were playing music in the common area, and every like the whole school was in the common area, and they were playing music, and me and my friends. We're like, yo, let's try and get, let's try and play my song. Yeah. So we wa- we went up to the teacher who was in charge of music, and we we're like, yo, I just put out um, a song. There's no swears in it. It's like a nice song, which it was. It was yeah. like this smooth ballad kind of thing, and we ended up playing it <laughs> throughout the school. And my girl, my ex girlfriend, heard it, and she started crying like in the middle of the common area, and like. Everyone was in this one area, and she just, like, ran out. Yeah. She was running out of the school crying. Uh, so it was kind of like, I felt, I'm not going to lie, I felt pretty good after. I was like, yo, that's, <laughs> like, how you want it right, to go. Right, you know, that's, that's now you know how I felt. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. But no, the, the response yeah. in general was really good, and that first single really, um, it actually, it, it did a lot for me just, like, internally, because it showed me that people were responding to it, mm-hmm. like, in a good way. Yeah. And no one was coming out to me like, yo, that sucked. Everyone, it was like... People were like, yo, I really like it. It's really cool. Um, so it just kind of kept me, it, it kind of lit that fire and kind yeah, of made yeah. it a little bigger, you know, and I just kept going. That's cool, man. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. And then was it through Omo that, because you got discovered by 
banks and ranks yeah, yeah. Uh, over social media. Yeah, that's how it Was it from Omo? Uh, it was like it was a it was probably it was actually a while after that song. Um, okay. It was kind of just like a collection of all the songs that I had put out at that point that led to Banks Ranks finding me. But that's also like an interesting way of them getting in contact with me. So they, Banks Ranks had a friend um, who used to live, because they're, Mon- they're based in Montreal, so they had a friend who is a producer who was living in Timmins. Okay. And that friend of theirs was working at a restaurant with a friend of mine. Okay. And my friend was also is also an artist okay so it was like this producer and artist who were both like friends of friends okay <laughs> we're talking and exchanging info and music and my homie sent my music to banks and ranks friend okay and then, and then th- made its way to them then he was like reached out to me and was like i'm gonna send your stuff to my friends and okay eventually it was like months had gone by after this guy said that and then yeah eventually soke one of the members from mm-hmm. banks and ranks reached out to me through instagram and then we made some songs like this was during the pandemic so we were working like through zoom yeah we made a few songs virtually and then um i actually got the snapchat memory is like i guess two years ago today okay may 9th that i went to montreal for the first time to work with to work with them okay and that was kind of those songs were ultimately what got me signed and then right that was kind of the starting point the starting of, point of this, this recent journey yeah. and then you guys you know you guys struck gold with flowers yeah. need the rain yeah. yeah yeah so tell me about tell me about how that song came was that one of the songs you guys had worked at at that so, time or that came later so or? it came like directly after that first trip so okay the first trip uh in may i went to montreal wrote like five songs with them and i i just remember like going back home and flowers was the first thing that i sang Okay. Like, when I got back home. Um, I just felt, like, really... It was just weird, because so much had happened in, like, the five days I spent in Montreal. The first time I, like, traveled, mm-hmm. really... It was the second time I was ever on a plane in my life. Like Really? Yeah, okay. it was the first time I had left the province. Like, um, I was in... It was the first time I had ever been in a real studio and, like, worked with real artists and producers. And I remember, like, Banks Ranks took me... Um, Yannick, who's the other member, took yeah. me to his his penthouse <laughs> in Montreal was like big penthouse and like all these plaques hanging up yeah he's like yo just showing me like basically this this whole world that he's built off of music and it really just kind of like opened my eyes and it was overwhelming and like exciting but it's just so much going on in my head I was like freaking out and then I went back home and I just felt super stressed though and like what am I gonna do like is this like is this real should I like do this like I don't even know these guys like but they just flew me out to Montreal and just had this like crazy week their wing yeah um and then yeah flowers was kind of my like I guess response to all the feelings that that were kind of going on really yeah so that song flowers is, is written specifically about my relationship with music yeah like music as a whole when now when you put that song like it's funny because you're saying you probably had a lot going on in your head a lot yeah. you had worked on in that time mm-hmm. when you wrote that song like could you tell oh i think like i think i've got something here or mm-hmm. was it just like here's something i've been working yeah. on uh i feel like i definitely knew it was special it felt special it was one of those songs like it definitely like people always say oh that one like oh gave me goosebumps but that one was actually like it i remember feeling like whoa like feeling yeah, like yeah. getting chills and being like that the melody to me was just so strong and um i just i felt so connected to it because mm. it was so personal and so like real at the time still is real but at the time it was like fresh you know so yeah 
um, it definitely did feel special. It didn't, like, I didn't think it would be <laughs> what it is today, but right. I knew it would be a special song regardless. I just didn't really think it would be as big as it yeah. is now. But. And then got, got you a Juno yeah. nomination for that one, yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think just that. Un- just under the weekend, yeah, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't think yeah. it would lead to that, but yeah. Um, one other really cool thing coming up this mm-hmm. year yeah. And I'm assuming now this will be the the biggest audience for you. You're mm-hmm. on the Saturday lineup for Oceaga. Yeah. Which is Crazy. really, really cool. Now you're going to be in front of thousands and thousands yeah. of people. Uh, is This is obviously your first festival. Uh, yeah. How do you, how are you planning to prepare for that? And Lots of rehearsal. Yeah. Lots of, um, lots of tears maybe <laughs> nah I'm definitely that one I'm a little like nervous for that yeah because it's a big show it's a big it's a big festival. step yeah but no I, I uh, do you get stage nerves or I definitely get the nerves but um, I love being on stage yeah, yeah it's like one of my favorite places to be I feel so comfortable and just mm-hmm. so like at home it's like yeah. really crazy to think that because when I was younger I was the most shy person ever okay and I would freak out at any like any time I would have to speak or do anything in front yeah. of anyone I would freak out but yeah I, I genuinely love performing so I do get nervous before but it's it's good nerves I'm not good like nerves, throwing yeah. up or like oh, right. I, don't, I don't want to go up you know I'm just like excited to go mm-hmm. up but yeah I, I rehearse a lot for the for Oceaga it's going to be like a shorter set which is cool mm-hmm. um, I rehearse me and my band we rehearse a lot we I care a lot you know yeah. about my live set I feel like my as an artist your live set is just as important as any of the records right. that are coming up of course up. it's the one sometimes even more exactly yeah. because people are they're there in real time they're mm-hmm. seeing you in your like in your element like, yeah in the studio you get as many tries as you want to get exactly, something right yeah on stage you get one shot yeah so i put a lot of time and effort into making my set as good as it can be so that's how we prepare That's for, cool, for shows like that. Yeah. What uh, also sweet that you, I mean, you get to just be there too. Yeah. I mean, I think Friday is what Kendrick Lamar's the headliner that yeah, day. Yeah. I, I know Kendrick's playing. I'm not sure what day. But yeah. So who many, like, who are you hoping to see? Who are you hoping to bump into? Billy Eilish for sure. Yeah. 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 She, I'm a huge fan. I've been a big fan of hers for a while. So, but you know, all the artists on that bill are so cool. So you know what kills me, man? And my my friends always say it to me now mm-hmm. when I started this podcast. Mm-hmm. I started in twenty late, twenty seventeen, mm-hmm. twenty eighteen, and Billie Eilish was doing a show at the Danforth, and I wow. someone almost hooked me up with it, wow. like for her to be on my podcast. She was been one of my first guests, and it was just like the bro. timing didn't work out or something like that, and it was just like, oh yeah, she doesn't have time now, and I was like, okay, whatever, Damn. and like she had one single out or something. That's crazy. And I was like, man, I was had like the, one of the biggest artists Yo, in the world on here. Crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. From, like, just to hear her. Just to hear she loved like now the Danforth, right? Like, that's what I'm it's saying. That's so crazy. small for for her. That's yeah. wild. You caught her at a great time. Bro. Yeah, but uh, no, almost caught her. It doesn't yeah, really count now. Right. <laughs> almost doesn't count. Almost. Yeah, <laughs> was it horseshoes and hand grenades and that's it? <laughs> but yeah, Billy, I just saw her. I went to Coachella last year, mm. and it was the first. How time. was that? It was sick. How man. was it in person? Was it like? It's hot, man. <laughs> it's Dude, hot. So many I, people. I like I'm someone who likes the heat, but it is man, it is dry <laughs> as a hell yeah. out there. And yeah. the thing is, like, there's no shade. There's uh, no shade. Yeah, and what's it's crazy? Open. It's 
thing about desert weather is it's so hot during the day and then it's cold at night because oh, it like it gets windy it down drops, there yeah and um but like billy eilish was sick the headliners were really good yeah last I remember year because the weekend was a headliner last yeah year. billy the, eilish was one and oh. harry styles was harry friday styles. Yeah. oh yeah that's right damn yeah. that's a great it was a good lineup going. man it was a good lineup but it is also i mean I'm not, I'm not 22 anymore. Yeah. But it, it's exhausting. You're probably man. done it's after exhausting, that week. Exhausting, man. Because oh, yeah. we're also on a 26 day road trip, oh, and it was like God. right in the middle. And luckily, we were smart, and we took like a day off in Palm Springs the yeah, day before. after. Oh, the day, day after. after. Okay, yeah. And uh, but it's like we did the tent camping. Wow. And man, it is so exhausting. So is that how it works at Coachella? Do you can you? Well, you you can do you can stay in a hotel. There is like a VIP area too, or you can camp. So you can stay on the site. Yeah, you stay oh, on the site, and then it's like the easiest for getting in and out. And yeah. like, so we were talking. I remember Ali and I were talking with another artist on this mm-hmm. who was at Co- the same Coachella I was at. Yeah. And she was at a hotel, and she was saying she had to miss the headliners because, oh. like, otherwise you're in like two and a half hours of traffic yeah. trying to get out. So it's better Co- to just stay. Yeah, I mean you don't sleep a lot, but. <laughs> It yeah. was fun though. It, it was, was so much fun, man. Because I, I always look at those festivals and I'm like, I think it's about a lot, it, but it's I'm like, fun, yeah, man. I would, I think I would like it, but there also is just so many people that I don't know if I would just like get sick of it and like get tired. Yeah, and, like, like three days people. is kind of the max yeah. you can do, yeah, you yeah. know. And uh, it, but it is a lot of it's an experience. It's not something I think I need to do every year yeah. or something. But it's like <laughs> once every that would be insane every year. Yeah, That'd yeah. I did lot. Lollapalooza when I was when I was your age. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, and then Coachella last year. Those are, like, the big ones. Have you ever done, like, uh, Burning Man? No. uh, I've never met someone who's done that. I want to meet someone who's done that. I don't know that's my my thing, but... No? Yeah. I don't know. It seems pretty wild. It does. It does seem wild. Yeah. I've I've heard some interesting things about Burning Man. (laughs) It sounds like a crazy place. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so Billie Eilish, that's your mm-hmm. just bump into her. She's the one, and then man. she's like, Preston, let's let's do a song together, man. That's it. <laughs> I'll leave. I would quit. Yeah. I'd quit. After I do the song, and then be like, I'm yeah, done. That's there all you I go. Need to do. All right, man. So last last question I have. Yeah. I noticed as your music's getting out there, uh-huh. uh, so is the so is the fashion. Yeah. So is the fashion statement. Yeah. So tell me, is someone is someone helping you with the or or is this are you um, is this all on your own? It's kind of like it's kind of a little bit of both. A little bit I, of both. Okay. I've been lucky enough to meet like some really cool stylists, and kind of work with. I worked with a few. Um, I haven't worked with a lot of stylists, but I think the key is to it's similar to music to really experiment mm-hmm. at first and try things that you probably wouldn't think you want to wear but just try wearing like everything because it's gonna take you can't like get to a place where you're happy if you don't try right. every you know what i mean you have to like experiment and try things the other thing too is like finding someone who can help you put together outfits because what i what i discovered with fashion is like the whole outfit is like it's hard to have a, a nice outfit without like the right pieces like mm-hmm. they're all they're not the pants you can't like put on a, a nice pair of pants and just like put on any shirt with it right it's like all like they have to they, work together they all, right and yeah. it's like co- different combinations and like colors are super important like making sure like right now it's like brown brown gray brown you know right okay so it's like trying to like make it flow it's it's really it really is an art form which i'm still like discovering and learning but yeah i i really think fashion is like the funnest thing ever yeah it's a complete different 
way to express yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to sing a note, you know? You can just right. wear an outfit and people can look at you and be like... It's oh, all about confidence, too. That, too, yeah, yeah. That's it. And just figuring out, like, proportions and, like, colors and combinations. It's It takes a lot, but having yeah. someone who can kind of guide you through that, like a stylist, is definitely helps. But, yeah, I like to... Uh, I like the experiment. Yeah, man. Get weird with That's it, cool, man. That's cool. Sure. Well, Preston, man, thank you so much for uh, for taking of some course, time today. You, this was, was a lot fun. of fun. Yeah, yeah. cool, I had man. Fun, man. Thank you so much. No worries. The Adamantium. Thank you for tuning in to the Adamantium Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd absolutely love for you to subscribe to us on whichever platform you listen to your podcast. I'd also love to see you on social media. You can follow on Instagram at The Adamantium, on Facebook at The Adamantium Podcast, and on Twitter at Adam R. Harrison. Thank you again so much for listening.